Hey, everyone. My name is Topher. And I'm Naisha. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Almost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, just pick it up. Just pick it up here. I'll snip it out. And I'm Naisha. And this is I'm Robert Chats. Oh, not you, Robert, yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's sorry okay. about this that. Is totally, this is totally staying in the podcast. Good. But Good. first, I have to say nice things about Nexus because they're paying the bills. Um, Nexus is a great hosting company. I really like them. We've been with them for a while now. Um, and they are paying the bills here at Hallway Chats, which is really great because I'm not sure it would work without it. So if you need a good host, try out Nexus. Our guest today, if you haven't guessed, is Robert. Robert, is it DeVore? Yep. Okay. I don't know if maybe you were French and it was DeVore or something like that. No, no, it's French, but everyone since I've been born pronounced it divorce. That's the way I go with it. So I don't yeah. know if they switched it up or not. Cool. My last name is uh, French, too, if you go back far enough of the rose. But uh, there's an Italian branch, and I think it means the same thing. So whatever. Um, so, Robert, you're here today. Uh, you and I have known each other on Twitter for a bunch of years, but never really talked deeply. Um, and you live kind of close to me. Like, how far do you live from me? Uh, I think like maybe three or four hours, I think. Yeah, okay. Are you from there? Yeah, from uh suburb in Detroit. Oh, cool. Cool. Born, born and raised. Wow, nice. Well, um, that means you're, in, you're inviting Topher and I over soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're in town, <laughs> just let me know. Okay. <laughs> you know, we go to Ikea all the time. In Canton. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, that's not that far at all. It's like 20 minutes from here. Yeah. Lucky you. It's like two and a half hours for us. <laughs> yep. So uh who are you and what do you do? Uh I do a little bit of everything. I've been a freelance WordPress developer. I've ran affiliate sites and I've from everything from start to finish I've done, but now I'm working full-time at SiteCare for the last almost four years and still just building, building projects on the side, still just enjoying, enjoying the fun of it, being able to just open something up and come up with an idea and do it. I'm forever going to do that. So if I had to sum it up, that would be who I am. Cool. Um, I know a few years ago, maybe a lot of years ago now, you were building a product. Is that still a thing? Yeah, it you is. Put it away. Yep, it's still there. Cool. Want to tell us about it? Yeah, it was uh, WP Dispensary. I built it the tail end of 2015. And uh, just I kept building it. And I have a bunch of pro add-ons that were built for it. And I was transitioning it into uh, soft, like a whole software company. And I was going to offer the hosting. But right now, I'm just working through some payment processing issues, trying to get an actual company to accept me, to allow me to have subscription payments. So once yeah. that hurdle's crossed, it'll be back to full running again. Yeah, I was working at Big Commerce when things started to break loose for for weed and there's a lot of question of which of the big outlets would accept payments and which ones wouldn't and um what it would mean for different shops in different states and all that kind of stuff. It was really interesting at the time. I think yeah. it's about when I met you. Yeah, as yeah, I I I started using Twitter probably like the middle of 2015 and mm -hmm. then like 
six months later is when I came up with WP Dispensary. I was just, I was toying with ideas. I built like random themes and that one just stuck because I was, I was a lifetime user and it was legal for medical here at the time. So it was like, all right, I'm going to just jump in. I didn't really see anything that was available other than a few big names. So I was like, all right, I'll give them like an open source solution. I just, the beginning, if you go back to the very first 1.0 release, it was horrible compared to what it is now. (laughs) But I mean, I was just toying around with ideas at the time. Yeah. So it just, it built up from there and it just kept building, kept building. So I'm forever grateful for it because I feel like that's what actually allowed me to join the space of WordPress on Twitter and have like something that differentiated me. So, and the people yeah. that I talked to that would use it, but not talk about it publicly. I've had people come to me and be like, yeah, you know, it was cool to be able to talk to someone that was so open about it. Cause they weren't, a, they weren't able to be. So a lot's changed since then. Cause that was like seven years ago now, eight years. Right. Yeah, it really has. It's, it's just so strange to think it's been that long. Yep. Yeah, yeah um, it feels like just yesterday. A friend of mine's uh, her birthday is tomorrow. It's actually today. She's in India, and she was commenting that uh, she's forty four today, and she was commenting that COVID started on her fortieth birthday. And I thought, wow, that's we're getting to the point where it's years ago now. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is that's that's a interesting way to to view it. I'm that just blew my mind just now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Robert, um, yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you, Robert. Yeah. So in my opinion, what you're doing is one of the cooler things I see in WordPress. Um, combining marijuana and WordPress. Where did you first get the idea to do this? It was because I was shopping, looking at different sites that had menus and nothing really looked the way I wanted it to look. And I went, I bet you I could rebuild something like that. And at the time I was working with custom post types more heavily. So I was, I separated every type of product into its own custom post type at the time. So it was, it was very, very low budget, but it was what I envisioned that it could actually be compared to what they're doing now, because you get some companies now they're charging thousands of dollars per month just to run their software. So I feel like that's a ripoff and I wanted to have an alternative out there so other people could have an actual way to run their business without having to pay, you know, 25, 30 grand a year or more just to be able to have the functioning software, not including all the other hurdles they're already having to face. Wow. How far did you, yeah. How far did you take it or plan to take it? Were you thinking of like running um, point of sale in the store and all that kind of stuff? I toyed with it, but there was so many options already out there that dispensaries were set on. So I went, okay, they've already got the kind of chokehold on that. And it was, they were funded companies. So I didn't really feel the need to jump in first before having some type of solid base. And now the plan was to actually just connect to various point of sale services. So you could just use our Mm -hmm. product for the website and then have everything run through the same point of sale automatically. So that was the plan at the time, but it's a, it's a closed community unless you got big money and you're right. funded and you know the right people. So you don't get as much of the connection that you would want. So it's just been, that's constant hurdles, little stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine lives in a small town near me and he feels like uh, it's a really small town. It's just main street basically. 
he feels like Main Street's been mostly taken over by weed shops. And so he did a little research and found that uh, about half of them are owned by the same company. Yep. They're that, just, that happens. It happens a lot. Differently. Yeah. Um, seems like it'd make it hard for mom and pop shops. Yeah. Yeah. You get multi-state operators that'll come in. They'll pop up their spots right next door to another shop. The place I go to has three other places within viewing distance. So it's like this one oh, little wow. corner. Yeah. It's like this one little section. So it's, it's good in a sense because they're consolidating it in the whole area where they're at and just putting it in one spot. But then you have like literal your parking lots next door to another spot's parking lot. And it, so it gets yeah. weird when you start looking mm -hmm. at it like that. You made me think of a very interesting question. We've talked a little bit before about this, Robert, but I just wanted to talk to you again. <clears throat> Excuse me, especially since I'm in a, a kind of different place now. So I was when we first met, when I first met Robert, I was living in a state, South Carolina, that, you know, they still have very strict laws against marijuana. And I now live in North Carolina, not too far, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, medical marijuana is legal here, which I didn't know when I was moving here, which is which is awesome. Um, how has like life changed for you from like not only a business standpoint, but a community standpoint as well, since they legalized uh, marijuana where you are located? You don't feel as nervous driving around now. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> Just I got a bag in my car and now I got to worry about getting arrested. And, you know, if the cop pulls me over and it smells a little funny in here, I'm going to have to go to jail. And now I don't got to worry about that because cops drive up and down the street past these places. It's just, it is what it is now. They're, they're focusing or should be focusing on something more important. So mm -hmm. that's the one thing that's changed the most for me personally, just being able to move about and not stress as much, which makes, you know, living life a little bit happier because now you're not worried about one extra thing that you don't really want to be. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's a good thing. It's a, it's a net positive. It, it, it is. And I'm glad you can feel that level of comfort. And I hope it eventually extends to the entire United States. Um, yep, me too. I went with Topher and I both went to uh, work camp Asia in Bangkok. And um, I was wandering on the streets one night because that's what I do in other countries. And uh, we found a weed shop and it was their grand opening was going to be the next day. So they did like a little soft oh, wow. opening that night. I never told you about the Topher. No. Oh, it was when we, okay. I'm sorry. So I'll tell the story. Um, I was trying to go to the WordPress parties and I didn't sign up for any in advance. And so I couldn't get into any of the WordPress parties. Oh no. Um, and so I was like, you know what? This is a free night. My husband was with me and I said, Hey, let's go to Chinatown. Like I heard Bangkok Chinatown is unreal. Let's go. So we hopped in a uh, cab, went to Chinatown and then we started wandering around because it was just so much to do with so many people so much food, so much alcohol, so much entertainment. It, it was just everything. And we were just wandering and we saw a shop and it was kind of dark and it was like glowing green. And I was like, this looks so cool. Let's go in. So we go in and we see marijuana lined up on the counters. And they're like, hey, welcome. And Topher can tell you the people were just so friendly in oh, Thailand. Yeah. And like they came in and it was like, we were like family and they were like, yeah. we are uh, opening a cannabis shop. It opens tomorrow. Uh, but we did a soft launch tonight and they were like, would you guys like anything? And then they were like, just let us see. They took us on a tour of the whole shop. They gave us like locally made craft fruit beer. Um, they had a oh, weed, wow. like loft. So we went upstairs and there was a weed loft. They had video games and a guy was playing the game guitar and it was amazing and so comfortable i have video of it i'll send you i'll send you both the video yeah, yes yeah. but 
yeah it was just like I was like wow I'm thousands of miles away from South Carolina and you could not have this legally there and you could not have this safety and this comfort so but I experienced it in Thailand and who they just legalized marijuana by the way I think it was January was it January oh, wow. it might not have been it, if it wasn't January it was like recent recent oh yeah so and they just, I, working in base it was in February so yeah so it was incredible and I just really I don't um really partake in marijuana but I think it should be legalized and I think it's just what I, I just related with what you said. It, it was like, you know, people are comfortable. They're not stressed out about what's going on and the police can focus on more serious things. And that's why I really, really love what you're doing. Um, I think making it easier and safer for people to purchase marijuana and use it. That should be the goal that we're striving for, in my opinion. So I think you're awesome for that. Thank you. Thank you. And I bet <laughs> you when you were there, you probably didn't see one angry face that whole time. Everybody was happy <laughs> and having fun. So you didn't have to worry about a fight breaking out. It, it was a good time, I bet. You are correct. I can't. I, I have to send you all the video of like just hanging out with these local Thai guys playing God of yeah. War and drinking craft beer. It was. It was and awesome. uh, if you don't mind, I'll put that video in the transcript of this. Yeah, I don't mind at all. This episode. All right. Cool. Um, Robert. I was going to ask if you go to work camps, and I remembered you don't. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever really done any events ever. So it's just it's not that I don't want to. It's just it's never uh -huh. worked out. Times in life, I either had a kid right around the times where they were having all the ones locally, or I, I'm not really a big traveler. I stay here. Don't really leave mm -hmm. the state or leave this area. So. It, it's got to be close and then the timing has got to be right for it. And it just hasn't uh, worked out yet. I'm, I'm working on it though. I'm, I'm looking into a few. That's cool. Uh, that we means... pulled the plug on, on WordCamp Grand Rapids for this year. Oh, we're yeah. going we're gonna to try it for next year. Well, Topher, that means you have to start WordCamp Michigan. That That's the sign. <laughs> and then we can finally, was... I'll, I'll come there. I'm a traveler, so I'll come and we can all hang out. <laughs> it was mentioned. Nice. Well, that, that'd be a lot of work, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You, you are yeah. right. That's our goal, though. We eventually want to do, I just started a Word, I just started a WordPress meetup with my mentors in Columbia, South Carolina. And one day we want to have WordCamp Carolina in combined. Yeah. Because North Carolina is our, our snooty cousin. So <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> That's but, funny. So that that does lead me to a question. So Robert, I know you haven't been to any, but um, it's kind of hard to escape when one of the big bigger ones happen. They're all over social media. They're yeah. all in the WordPress news. Which one would you be? It could be a flagship major one, or it can be a smaller one. Which one would you be most excited about attending? It would be less about the event and where it's at. I think if I'm going to travel, I'm going to mm -hmm. just travel to the one that looks most interesting to me. So the the right topics, the right people mm -hmm. actually, you know, being at the event or hosting the event, I think that would be more important than the location of it. Or if it's a, a big like US or Europe compared to like a state one or a city one, I don't mm -hmm. think it would really make that much of a difference. Gotcha. That's interesting. Has there yeah. ever been one where you thought, boy, if I was going to go, that's the one I wish I'd gone to that one. I can't think of one offhand just because I have, <laughs> I don't, I don't really, 
Yeah, I, I don't dive too, too deep. I see the news when it comes through sure. and I'll, re, I'll remember it or talk about it during that time. But then seven other thousand things happen and, you know, it just gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, if you get the chance, I highly recommend it. They really change. They really change things in the WordPress right. game. They are. Um, I can't wait to go to my first small. I've only been to bigger ones. I can't wait to oh, really? go to my first small one. Like my first small one, I'm going to work Camp Rochester and I oh, cannot nice. wait. Yeah. And I, I guess I can ask you Topher, like what, how does it feel? I feel like they'll be more intimate at a smaller one versus a major one. How do you feel about them? They are. Yeah, actually. Um, I went to Buffalo not too long ago, which is probably going to be similar in size to Rochester. And there's maybe a hundred people and uh, you get to meet everybody. Every single one um, at a big camp. There's a lot of uh, split offs. Like you can only comfortably talk to so many people in a group at once. And so, you know, 20 people will go to dinner over here and 20 over there. And and a bunch of people will go to the museum and they all split off and do things. But at a small camp, pretty much everybody sticks together and it's a, it's a one big happy group thing. Um, we still had three tracks. I don't know that I recommend three for a, a really small camp because it does split people off um, with, you know, with three tracks and only a hundred people and not everybody goes to every session, then your, your talks get low traction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everybody's yeah. trying to figure out where they want to go. Um, we had considered even a, a one track conference. So everybody was all together all the time. Um. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think for cool. a smaller one, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, uh, we'll that see. reminds me. So I know it, I actually don't know how hard or easy this would be because of the United States, you know, marijuana is legal in certain places and it's not in others. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Robert, in Michigan, have you heard of any like Canatech type conferences or events going on where you can come and kind of like just talk about cannabis and tech? Yeah, they have a couple that'll pop up. They have other ones that are just more geared towards the cannabis products themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I still haven't went to none of those either. So it's not, you know, I'm not targeting WordPress and saying I'm not going to no word camps ever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm at the house. Now what we need with a three year old too. Now I can't I can't ever leave. He 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 won't let me. Oh, we need uh, we need word camp to four. I know that'd be at your house. Yeah. Yeah. And we can set up cameras and do it virtually too. That's what we need. A yeah. nice yeah. WordCamp DeVore, Canatech virtual <laughs> conference. We could put it together. I know some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I've considered the idea of um, micro camps. Um, probably three or four times now, I've tried to join the core contributor team at a WordCamp contributor day. And the idea is they get you spun up with track and you pick a ticket and you commit code and you're a committer. The actuality is it takes seven out of your eight hours to get Docker set up. Mm. And then people have long drifted away and no one's interested in helping and it's just over. So I considered a camp of uh, maximum 20 attendees and have it be three or four days. And you go ahead and you spend the whole first day doing Docker, but then you've got two or three doing core or whatever your theme is, you know? Yeah. Um, I haven't done it 
<laughs> obviously. I don't know what anybody has, but I think it'd be an interesting idea. Yeah. It, I think stuff like that would be beneficial to WordPress in general, like just people not having to rely on, oh, it's a WordCamp officially, so now I can focus on this one. And instead, you can make your own little things where it's now just a coding session about WordPress where you guys are hanging out, having fun, but also doing a bunch of cool stuff. Or, you know, if I went the route where I was like, okay, I'm going to combine the weed and the, the technology together, and we're going to have like a, a weed camp. And, yeah. you know, everybody that likes uh, WordPress and weed comes and hangs out and it, you're 21 and over here, it's legal. So you can just do it. So anybody that comes to Michigan would be able to, you know, use it if they wanted to or buy it from shops. So I feel like, yep. you know, something like stuff like that would be cool. I just, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm going to be the one to go. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start that, yeah. do that. I can't, I can't even get myself to a WordCamp or an event. So yeah. I don't see myself hosting and running one like that, but someone else is, you know, free to take the idea and run with it if they want to. That would be one I would highly consider going to. What would swag be like at a weed camp? Oh my god! <laughs> great, it would be great. If I mean, if you like it, you know, if, if you like it and you're into it or you want to, yeah. you know, there's there's a ton of stuff that you can try and a ton of different options. So it's not it's not the same as it was, you know, 40, 50 years ago. It's there's there's a lot of different things that are available now. Yeah. Robert, yeah. that um that makes me remember something we talked about. I know you talked about like how the cannabis industry is just it's just going fast yeah. and like you know it's hard to keep up with it. Um, how do you feel about like you had your idea in 2015 and you're still working on it? How do you feel about it like now versus when you had it in 2015? Like overall, I feel overall technology wise and the way it's built, it's a billion times better and it's something that i'm actually where i'm proud to show it and say here's a product i'm willing to sell and you know and actually say and put my stamp of approval on it more than just it's a side project that might live on github for a while so I, i'm happy in that sense but then i'm also still frustrated that i can't get everything just moving forward the way if i if i built a regular mm -hmm. wordpress business where i'm like i'm going to host your wordpress site and offer you some type of maintenance or something like that they won't have no problem with that. But since I'm even involved in the industry whatsoever, I can't do it. They won't accept it because you're cannabis adjacent. They can't not even I'm not touching the product. I'm not doing nothing with that. It's just software and hosting. They still don't care. So that's something that I'm still frustrated with. But overall, I'm happy with the product itself. And I wish I could get it out and, and push it out to more people and allow more people to use it and know that it's a viable option. Do you think the weed industry will ever simmer down and become more like the alcohol industry? Like we have liquor stores, but I don't have four on my street. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you look at the stock market, most of these companies are way, way under and, and going down farther every single quarter. So yeah. every the product is so mass produced now you're getting things for like dirt cheap in most places. Like when it first became recreational here for a regular eight, that'd be like 70 bucks for like a, a high quality one. Now you can spend like 30, 35 to get a, a really good quality one. Oh so the pricing, yeah, the pricing has dropped drastically on everything because there's so much of it available. You can only sell so much. And I think that's going to allow everybody the the good quality products and everybody that likes their main state products that you get them ones will yeah. be the ones that stick around and all the smaller ones will just disappear and do something else I, that's what i feel anyways is um 
I, I'm I'm a whiskey guy. I'm into scotch. Um, you can make better product by spending years refining it. Like a barrel of scotch might sit there for 15 years. Um, aside from having a good strain, is there something you can do to weed to make it 10 yeah. times the value of something else? Like a, like a super excellent bottle of scotch? Uh, it's just the way you grow it. You'll get certain harvesters that'll use a lot of nutrients that aren't really like organic or, you know, Mm -hmm. all that healthy. They don't flush the products right to get all that out at the end. So when you're using it, you can taste a more bitter taste. So when you're doing the right things and you're putting the quality product out, a user of this product will know it right away. They might try you once if they haven't seen your name before, but if it's not something up to par with what they know, they're out and they'll never touch it again. So it's the the good quality. It's just the way you grow it, how you cultivate it. And certain organic. strains will actually be, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. A hundred percent, if you can get everything organic for it, it's better. I've done it myself before where I've grown with organic, just straight organic product and it worked wonderfully. Everything turned out great with it. And it none of the chemical taste or, you know, if you don't want to ingest a lot of chemicals anyway in your normal day, you're vegan or, you know, you're looking at a health conscious life, this is something that you're going to be worried about. And you'll see a lot of edibles now are changing over to vegan options and switching things up because a lot of people won't use their products if they can't. So they're trying to reach more people. So it's, it's becoming more mainstream. So I think that the big thing long-term will just be the quality products will stick around. The rest will just be seen in mom and pop shops and little places here and there, if they can get someone to sell it for them, but it won't be the the nationally known, you know, like cookies brand, everybody knows cookies. So Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where you're going to stick around because everybody knows you and they love you and the rest will just fade. Amazing. All right. Nye's got to be out of here in a couple of minutes. Anything else you wanted to say, Nye? Um, no, that was awesome. Do you do you um have you all seen the movie like How High when the guy is explaining the marijuana and he's like, Wow, did you go to weed college? That's how I felt just now because Robert was <laughs> like, that's that it was I just felt like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> I've watched that I've movie enough it. times. So it's <laughs> it might just be brain conditioning from, from watching it so much. That is uh, uh, the, the weed college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, that's it. I, uh, that's this is wonderful and I, I thank you Robert. This is amazing technology that you're putting out here. And I know you're going to have it done and it's going to be great and you know just remember us when you become a billionaire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, when I gr- it when the business grows beyond what I can do myself, I'm pulling from people that I know. I'm not going to try to just outsource to whatever place I can find, you know, the cheapest labor at. Sure. I'm going to I'm going to find quality people that actually want to help and and would be perfect for the roles that I'm trying to fill. So, if that's you, then, you know, you might be hearing from me soon. And then you'll be a part of the billion dollar business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have multiple jobs. I'll add another. Yeah. <laughs> you coming on to right. What? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to read the outro here. This has been an episode of Hallway Chats, a part of the Hero Press Network. Your hosts were Naisha Green and Topher DeRosia. We'd like to thank Sophia DeRosia for the music and Nexus for hosting our network. If you like the episode, please subscribe and mention us on social media. Perfect. Will, that, was, that was great. I had fun. Was. Thank you, Robert. This, <laughs> I love, I always love talking to you about this. I think Canatech is like so fascinating. So yeah, yeah. Same will, here. I think I, I'll send you some stuff because I got some stuff that I haven't put out yet. So I'll send you a couple sneak peeks of what's going on and let you know a couple things nobody else does. 
please do. And I'll yep. send you all that yes. video. I think I have a couple videos from the weed den in Thailand. And nice. they're like playing Frank Ocean. And it was like, it was awesome, y'all. I'll send it. Yeah. Remember to send that to me. And I'll Robert, I have a, a show notes section that's basically links. Send me where you want to okay. be links to. Uh, and just, uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say robertdevore.com. That... Okay. No Twitter anymore or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I got Twitter, but I mean, I can, yeah, you can link Twitter. I'll, I'll send you, you know what my Twitter is. I don't know why I'm saying I'm yeah. going to send it to you. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. Glad that's not be, being recorded. <laughs> oh, it still is. <laughs> okay. These are called yeah, the, uh, the uh, director's cut. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perfect. I, th- the first time I was on in 2016, I believe it was maybe like mid 2016. I didn't even do video because my laptop was so so horrible at the time. I couldn't. You were on hallway it. chats. Yeah, I like, didn't know that. It was like Tougher. within the first within the first thirty <laughs> episodes. I think I can't okay. remember the exact one. I'll go look it up. I'll send you the link to it. I'm here, by the way. I'm alive. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> I'm not really a podcast guy. I didn't I didn't listen to hallway chats before we got it. <laughs> I thought you started it, Topher. So there was someone else. Oh no! Oh yeah, uh, Tara Clay's and Liam Dempsey did whew, 150 episodes. Wow! I was say, yeah, it was a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I was one of the first few. I think at the, I want to say it was like mid 20s in the episode count. Yeah, I, I could be off. I could be off. All right, oh. I'm gonna go eat supper. I'm going to eat a little bit too, and then I'm on with Doc Pop at six o'clock. Yeah, say hi for me. <laughs> I will. Lots of talking today. Thank you so yeah. much, Robert. Yeah. Thank you, Topher. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.